Welcome to the High Key Low Key Podcast and Sit Still Studios. I'm your host, Josh, and co-host Jay and Stefan will be tuning in here shortly. Brought to you by Rudaroo Radio. That is R-U-D-A-R-O-O Radio.com. R-U-D-A-R-O-O Radio.com. Hello, boys. Kobe, Jay. No Stefan tonight, but we will have him next week when we have Lil Mitch. But tonight we have Dylan Hall featuring. It's been a while since we've had a feature, so we're grateful to have you on, man. We can't wait to hear your music, even though I got a little tasty, you're tasty, <laughs> of what you played. And that was beautiful. It was beautiful. Always is, Thank you. You have a really like standout voice, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I told you when I first when I was like talking to him about him. I was like, dude, this guy has the voice of an angel. Really, honestly. <laughs> yeah, your voice does really stand out, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, what made you pick up a guitar, dude? Like everyone's oh. got a different story. I mean, it's usually kind of the same. A certain band started you off on it, maybe, or. There's a guitar laying around. Yeah. Like, you inherited one. Yeah, you inherited one. So I was like, I was a freshman in high school, and I had a buddy of mine, Eli. I, he was finger-picking on his guitar, and they, I just I looked at him, and I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? And like, I really want to do that. And he's like, just join. You can take a class. And so next year after that, I joined Guitar Lab. And um, Guitar Lab is the shit. Mm-hmm. If you're ever in any high school, anywhere, Guitar Lab, if you see anything involving a, a, like musical. an instrument, yeah. musical instrument at all with Lab after it, take that shit because yeah. it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna open you up to some new yeah. experience. And it's awesome. It's free. Like you don't gotta pay for anything. Oh yeah. So that's where you, Guitar yeah. Lab. Guitar Lab is where I learned how to do it. Um, big influence was my grandpa growing up because he I'd be I was like four years old or something like that he'd be playing his guitar and like just singing stories to me and stuff and that kind of like resonates with me makes me feel closer with my grandpa at least but I don't know I just I like to tell stories I'm not very good at telling stories like just telling it I like to do it through music mm-hmm. so yeah I feel that yeah being a musician myself, mm-hmm. the music really does talk for some situations that you can't really say out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like pictures, you know? How they say a picture's worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. See so how many moods you can create with even the same fucking chord. That, or just art in general, you know? Just seeing some art, it tells you a lot of things about a lot of people. And it also can tell history or tell a long story. You just have to look at it. That's why they say art has different prices, man, because it all depends on the person, like what they're seeing, how it affects them, what they're going through at the time. Art's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's a, art's a feeling. When, really. I was, when I was a kid, dude, I used to like, like paintings, for example, you know, people look at them and they try to get introspective views on the artist and like what they feel or something. I think it's a lot cooler to see what other people feel instead like what the fuck do you feel about that like who cares what he feels about it it's creating feelings for you i want to know about what you feel about it you know what i mean yeah like for most situations that's why the artist created it in the first place yeah and i mean how many times like do people look at the mona lisa and instead of just looking at the art they're like trying to figure da vinci out through it like stop yeah, there's the no figuring <laughs> that shit out. I don't even think he can figure it out, probably. He's right. just rolling with it. And that's probably what it was, dude. That's what I heard, like, about Kurt Cobain after a while. You know, like, people looked into his lyrics too much. I mean, he writes lyrics. If you took every one of his lyrics seriously, like, that was how, his, like, how he really felt, he'd be like, you're the most hypocritical dude I've ever heard speak in my life. Because sometimes he fucking hates himself, and sometimes he's extremely fucking egotistical. Did he really own a gun, just... though? Honestly? Why the fuck would Kurt Cobain have a gun? I mean, maybe after a while, when he started making money and shit, dude. Just to have it, you know? I mean, like, you gotta spend your money on something. You already have everything you want, just do something that's out of the ordinary. Mm. 
I don't know, though. He doesn't seem like the type to maybe even politically believe in having a gun, right? Believing in having a gun? I don't know. But, anyways, Guitar Lab. Back to Guitar Lab. Digressing. Yeah, we, we do that. <laughs> like I, I was telling him before we started, I was like, we talk. We, we bullshit. Like, we're going to talk about whatever, whenever. Mm-hmm. But mostly about you, man. You're, so you're in Guitar Lab. What music were you listening to that was influencing you to play what you were playing? Cause, or was it original shit you were playing? Um, that song I played you earlier? That, that, was, uh, that was mine. Um, was that back in Guitar Lab? When mm-hmm, that was after. That was, uh, I didn't start writing songs until after I graduated high school. Um, that was about the song um, that I was showing you was about L.A., so I went to LA in February, but um, I've always been a fan of like grunge and uh, '90s rock. My dad is big, big into that, so that got me into it as in an early age, and that's just been my main like. Likewise. Like, yeah, Pearl Jam, my favorite band ever. Uh, Eddie Vedder is kind of like uh, a hero of mine. I remember I was like. A sophomore and I watched a video about him finding his voice like like how like he sang and stuff and I don't know I was blown away by the way he how he's like so versatile with the way he sings and stuff like that I was just like I want to be like that guy someday at least or try to be but that's a really good role model we've actually talked so many times on this podcast when we do good news time mm-hmm. about the things that Pearl Jam does and Eddie Vedder himself like, uh, Vitology, mm-hmm. that entire album was donated to charity. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, how he's saying changed, like, uh, I don't know, a lot of people tried to imitate him, I guess you could yeah. say, after a while, dude. Yeah. Like, Bush has to be the most famous for that, in my opinion. I just think... I don't really like Bush no, that much. I just looked at Gavin as, like, a... Any better person, <laughs> like yeah. his haircut, like everything. I'm like, I never liked him either. Nineties though, like Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Foo Fighters is my favorite. Yeah. Dave Grohl is my any better to you. Okay. Yeah. Um. Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, nice. When Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder were in Temple of the Dog, I yes. I thought that band was great, but. I haven't heard that name in a long time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice name drop. Thanks. That's great. I'm going hungry. <laughs> that was cool shit. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Cornell. Sure. Dude, I've said since I was like seven that he's one of the best rock singers ever. Oh, yeah. Dude was so cool. Like, when I was a kid and I heard him, I'm like, he's got like an 80s voice, but he sings like, like a newer rock guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So fucking cool, dude. So Dylan, like, give us like a, give us some like background on like one of your first songs that you're gonna play for us. Like, where did it come from? What was your? Okay. Um. <laughs> so I just graduated high school, 2017. Um. So it wasn't that long ago. I I dated this girl. It was my first first real relationship. So a little backstory about me. I used to weigh. 314 pounds. Mm-hmm. I was a big, really huge kid. And um, after I lost weight, I uh, I was just like, all right, now I'm skinny and like, I bet I could get a girl if I wanted to. And so I started like a senior and looking around, like talking to girls and stuff. And this one girl like stood out. And so I was like, okay, I'll just, uh, let's see where this goes. And I started dating her. We dated for almost a year and um i i fell out of love with her um i didn't really because i didn't know her you can't i don't feel like when you when you love somebody it's like just become like strangers and then getting together and then staying together for a long time like i didn't know a lot about her i wasn't her friend beforehand you know i didn't get to know her but yeah we we um, say it was like puppy love yeah for sure. That shit happens. It happens to people in like middle age too, man. People are just different. Yeah. The You're just like stage. so infatuated with them. Right. You're yeah. both just really infatuated with each other. We, um, should be rough on the heart, man. Yeah, for sure. We, 
shit went south, um, like a while into it, I don't know, um, we both were like on, uh, our own path, yeah, yeah, and, I mean, we ended it, I ended it, and we got back together uh, a couple months later, stayed together again for like two or three months, and then ended it again, and she ended up getting with my, uh, with a really close friend of mine, a friend I was living with, and uh, I got I was coming home from work one day because I I forgot my shoes and I I saw them going upstairs and I was just like oh wow and yeah so my I'm, my mind just went in a whole other place at that point like I went in like this haze of fucking hatred and betrayed betrayal all that um, hated that kid for the longest time I mean we're I'm good with him now though like I mean it's almost been a it's almost been a year since I've been with that girl, so, I mean, because I knew it was like that, like you said, that puppy love type shit, mm-hmm. but, um, the way I was feeling, I just didn't know how to express myself, and so, I made, I made a couple songs about it, and, uh, that's the one that makes people cry, you know, um, most definitely does, most definitely does, yeah. Kobe's like, I've already <laughs> cried <laughs> too. Man. Yeah, man. It's true though. I mean, it's some it's some real life stuff right there, and it really yeah. opens your eyes up to the things that that happen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to like get all depressed. Oh no, 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 dude. no brother. You know, it's just a story, man. Yeah. You know, like I a, said, yeah. art is an emotion. Yeah. There, I'm not leaving any emotion out. <laughs> dude, Josh yeah. writes really cool, like. Sometimes super deep songs. Mm-hmm. Maybe try as well. Sometimes <laughs> we have a song about being stuck under tank formed by zombies, right? <laughs> it's not like that, like outright. Yeah. Like you can kind of shit some feel good. So. Yeah, yeah. Very uh. Feel good. It's a new song right there. Would you like? Hmm? Would you like some more pop? Feel yeah, that'd be cool. We'll make it feeling good, like with an Thanks, apostrophe. Man. Now I got Dr. Feelgood stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we're ready, man. Once he comes back with your for sure drink, pop. <laughs> but yeah, you said you're playing three or four. Yeah, three or four. Well, uh, are the other ones having to do with the girl or is? Um, two of them. Two of them are about the girl. One of them's uh, one of them's about L.A. That one I showed you oh, earlier. Okay. So what you? Sorry, man. I mean, I interrupted you. What are you doing in L.A., dude? Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, we went City out. City of Dreams. I just, it was just the most, like, spontaneous thing you could think of. I was sitting in Taco Bell with my best friend, and he goes, like, dude, I want to go somewhere this month. And I was like, let's go to L.A. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right. He's like, I don't have money. Would you buy me a plane ticket? I was like, yeah. So I got, I, like, got online, bought the plane tickets, and then a week later we flew out, and because like, we just... Like, I'm not a guy who plans things at all. Like, I love just to go. Just doing it, dude. Yeah, that's just awesome. Experience. Like, I mean, I got this. I got this tattoo like the other day out in Colorado. I tried out for American Idol. Uh, Don't. I, I didn't make it, but I didn't look at the judges enough. But that's beyond the point. Is that what they said? Yeah, they're like, if you had looked at us a little more, it'd be, like, it'd be a different story. I would have showed them. I ass. know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, look at this bitch. Yeah. Like, fuck, t- <laughs> fuck TV. Egotistical fucks. It was a wannabe ludicrous, and then this prissy white lady, you know. But it was alright. Um, but back to LA, we just went out there. We stayed in the hostel, just went cheap on it. Um, That's awesome, though. The Hollywood sign. We went up the trail that goes behind it, and just smoked and hung out. Really, we went to a place called Joe's Pizza. I recommend it. It's like New York style pizza. They got one in, in New York City. So if you guys ever want to try some good New York style pizza, those pizza. It's Hell yeah, go. dude. I want to go to LA right now. Politicon's coming up. You know I want to be at that ship. Never been to Politicon. It's only in LA, dude. I want to go so bad. So bad. Politicon. Sounds like some shit you go to. It Fuck yeah. Definitely sounds like some somewhere you definitely get in a big ass argument with some. Oh dude, dude no, I just there'd be so <laughs> many people I'd want to meet there and like so many people I would want to meet that I don't like. 
but I'd still want to be <laughs> just to say, like, you know, I took a selfie with fucking Ann Coulter, who is an insanely racist fucking crazy bitch. Muse <laughs> time! Muse shirt. He's on me. Fix the game. What do you say this song was called? Um, this is Angel's Paradise. This is the one about LA. Okay. We can talk about a little bit about that afterwards too. Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. Give it to me, Dylan. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just I'll be playing around on my guitar, and I'll get up to uh, I'll think about a song and then just start like picking away and then end up getting it a little bit. But but yeah, I get that from my grandpa. I know that because he's the same way. Yeah. So about that song, like your journey to L.A. So how'd that start and how'd that come about? 
Oh, yeah, Kobe wasn't in here. Then why? Well, I told them that um, I was sitting in a taco, taco Bell with my friend Alexis. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, let's go somewhere. And so we got plane tickets to L.A. and we left like a week later. And as soon as we landed, it, it just like the atmosphere was different, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we walked out. We needed backpacks like right off the bat because we... So we took an Uber to a Goodwill, and this guy walks up to us. I'm smoking a cigarette, and he's like, he's like, oh hey man, he's like, will you just burn me a cigarette? And the dude's real skinny, twitching, like looking at me <laughs> like crazy. I was like, yeah. Hell, and so crazy place. gave him a cigarette, and like he's just talking to us. He's like, I'm the real spider, and I was like, okay. And he's just like, I just want to let you know I'm in a biker gang, and I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I've been hopping trains since I was nine years old. And I was just, like, like honestly, like that, all that you heard, like that was just a conversation I had with a dude, and uh, he just then he just walked away. Like I don't know what he was on, but he was on something. You, yeah. Just the way he was looking at you, like angel dust is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> if he was homeless, it could be he's homeless because mental issues aren't giving Maybe. a fuck about. So he's yeah. Very <sighs> true. Most people. Honestly, most people look at mental illness and they're like, why can't that? Mm. Why, mm-hmm. like, why are you doing that? Why don't you just do this? It, it's a freaking disease, yeah. dude. Like, and when you get sick, dude, are you just like, don't, don't get sick, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah, I don't. In California's defense, though, they're one of the more progressive states when it comes to mental health issues and shit like that. Dude, they're like the sixth sixth biggest economy in the world yeah. in California by itself. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Wow. I mean, there is a lot of drugs going through there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but legally... Legal stuff, yeah. And that, that was cool, too, while we were out there. You can't buy cigarettes. You gotta be 21, and I'm only I'm only 19. And... Uh, but you could buy weed at 18 as long as you have a card, which I thought was was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we give you cancer. That's true. Yeah. It's very true. Helps a lot of things, actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of mental illnesses, like we were just talking about, stress, anxiety. So I heard that Coca-Cola, in some way, I don't know if it's like CBD or if it's like THC or what, but they're like infusing a, a soda with it. Wow, that's cool. Bud soda, something I don't know. That's Bud crazy. <laughs> but but here's here's what really matters though. All right, well, Coke has done a lot of crazy shit across seas with economy. Like they're deep into some shit. But Coke is big money, right? And what's the whole problem with the legalization is all of the big lobbies, alcohol, big pharma, that kind of shit that keeps politicians from trying to recreationally legalize it if big money becomes on the side of it then the big politicians become on the side mm-hmm. of it right because we know true, how that works true. the only thing that's not going to be on the side of it side of it is big pharma but big pharma will end up being that's stupid once though they can realize that they can make more money off of that than they could anything else mm-hmm. but wouldn't that be crazy i wonder if that soda is going to be good fuck the pharmaceutical industry though Fuck our pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. <laughs> I actually heard of a uh, company, it was called Empire Extractions, and they make a cannabis plant that they can ship out to any state, doesn't matter if it's legal or illegal, because of the fact that it has such low THC that it is no longer a um, mind-altering it's substance. It's not psychoactive. It's not psychoactive because it's all CBD. Mm. And that right there, I think it's pretty cool. That That's dope. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's pretty cool that people can now order it no matter where you are, no matter if it's legal or not, because of the fact that it's not psychoactive, that you can legally own it. And that's pretty cool. And that's why I, like, I don't get why, I don't know how many states there are that are still behind with even CBD, but it's not fucking psychoactive. Mm-hmm. It does not get you high, dude. Mm-hmm. How can you tell people that they can't use I that? Mean, we're just lucky that Indiana has CBD stuff here, and that's I think that's really cool. Like, that's a big jump for a red state. If you do want information on CBD or anything CBD involving, 
like with doctors' stories behind CBD to prove it. There is a podcast on Rudy Radio Thursdays talking about CBD and actual doctors and people do come on and talk and tell their story. Patients, yeah, that's awesome. Their testimonies. Yeah, it's really good podcasting. Very informative. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fucking stupid. How can you just tell people that they can't? Like you tax everything else, dude. Why are you gonna act like you're not gonna tax that too, you fucking jackoffs? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't want to get on that. It's good news time. Yeah, what is Woo! it? Let's hear it. I mean, boo. <laughs> in in remembrance of Stefan. Like he died. Yeah, it's like he hasn't been. He gone. R.I.P. R.I.P. Stefan. Do you have good news about? What about yourself, Josh? What's good news about you? Well, the good news about our band, we're back. My hand is back. We're jamming now. Hopefully we're going to be recording soon. Yes. Recording and getting some gigs out there. Come on, boys. Do people miss you? <laughs> we've got we've got a lot of bases where we want to cover before that. Everything from writing to sound to figuring out already, like members if we're gonna get more or not I already know for a fact that you guys are definitely your your base audience is gonna be teens and teen girls most definitely <laughs> old people actually like our music too old people too I mean old people are just old school though you know they like that old school rock but so do these young kids nowadays <laughs> we do kind of everything though yeah soft rock our third album well technically if you count the very first album I did was Sit Still. This album I'm thinking about would be the fourth one. Which is the second one, which is the one we're doing right now, is Damn These New Colors. I think we should still add Project to the end of it. Because it's really what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Damn These New Colors no, Project? No, no. The Sit Still Project. The Sit Still I like Project. That. I really do like that. That's awesome. Because nothing's ever stuff. official. Yeah. Like, ever. You know? Everything changes. Unless, like, we're actually doing it. We're officially doing this as we're doing it. But other than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Due to Josh and I, had it, we would have, like, 15 people. Fucking horn section. Bassist. Another guitarist. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. I can rock out, dude. Even though, like, I passed out last time I went to the band practice. I was just dead. And I was, I was still rocking out in my sleep, though. I was just... <laughs> I was back and I was like... <laughs> I fell asleep like this, and I had my head up like this, and they started laughing at me. So, like, legit band? Or, like, or like band band, like, like instruments-wise? Or... What do you mean? Like, uh, you guys said you're in a band together? Yeah, he's the drummer, I'm the lead singer, and guitarist. rhythm guitarist. Well, I guess lead guitarist now, but I'm trying to get a lead guitarist. You know Chase Evans? Yeah. Yeah, he wants to come down from Indy and start jamming with us. Oh, heck yeah, man. Yeah, I'm totally down with that, too. I know, I've known Chase for a long-ass time. See, Chevins was in the... <laughs> Chevins. Not that's kind he of was funny. In the, <laughs> <laughs> he, was in, he was in that guitar lab class I was in. I'd be sitting there and he'd just be rocking out. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. He's really good, then? Yeah, yeah, cool. He's really good. He's, He's a really nice cool up. dude. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, okay, good news time. <laughs> you got a little, you got a little Rudy. Good news. Alright, so uh, one of the world's biggest power plant developers just gave up on coal. Woo! Yeah, save the environment, guys. They Let's gave up on coal and they're going to clean coal. <laughs> <laughs> clean coal? It's clean, guys. It's white. It, it has good no pollutants in it. <laughs> It wouldn't be so funny if this fucking orange-faced monkey fucker wasn't under the impression that you actually cleaned the coal. <laughs> he actually thought you cleaned the coal, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just put it in a big washer. <laughs> dude, you gotta clean shit before you burn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he polished his monkeys before they burned them. Yeah. He's like, no, they gotta be clean and put it. 
But yeah, it's one of the biggest breaking stories of 2018. Yes. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Illustrating the ongoing transition from fossil fuels to renewables. A top uh, power plant developer has just announced that it will be pivoting away from coal in favor of sustainable energy. Uh, Japanese energy company Marubeni will no longer be building coal-powered plants. Instead, it will be doubling the sustainable energy capacity of its net power supply from 10% to 20% by uh, 2023. Hopefully that's not with nuclear power because they just don't know how to handle that shit. Look, man, <laughs> look, look, okay. They were late in development because, well, we were too busy using nuclear power to blow them the fucking bits. Yep. But they were late. They built it on a fault line. Mm -hmm. So what happened was when shit went down, they couldn't get their cooler running to cool the water down that heats and creates steam. People are kind of under misconception of what nuclear power is. Anyway, <clears throat> it was stupid to build it by a volcano. Wait, Japan basically is a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't build it there anyway. Geothermal heat, dude. Yeah, that's a great way to go. All day. And there's a fucking giant reactor in the sky that we can use like every day to get mm -hmm. energy, but whatever. Very true. The fuck does common sense now? Yeah. In time it'll happen. Hopefully. Solar. Hopefully. I mean, we're already working on ways to stop fucking global warming. So, yeah. you know, that's just the thing. They're like, there's people that are like, I watched a documentary and there's these scientists that are retired, you know, and they're using their own money to fund um, ways to stop, like, the, like, the way the global works. And, like, they're uh, using salt water mm -hmm. and using the salt to spray in the air to make clouds so it can cool off the earth more hmm. and i think that's pretty cool i like the idea of all electric cars me too like, like, i hope like i actually have something on that shit right there <laughs> hold on give me a second keep keep conversing guys Okay. Electric cars. electric cars uh like hydro cars yeah to like i mean musk is his uh, Teslas and stuff. I mean, they're cool. I saw a fuck ton of those out in Colorado last week, man. I heard, so I heard, I've heard some very, like, controversial stuff about the owner of Tesla. Elon Musk? Yeah. He's not shady himself, okay? Just, He's yeah. sort of naive to the way politics work, so when sometimes he helps some people, it looks like he has shady ties. Mm -hmm. But he does do very dickish things, like... He's going to smoke weed after somebody failed the weed drug test and got fired. He's like one of their top engineers. Mm -hmm. And like, dude, fucking in a legal state, too. So get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything about it. But he's going to smoke. Hypocritical. I, um, I don't think he has any nefarious intent. You I don't think I mean? he has any like bad things to do, but he also has to like... He, yeah, since he's gonna be out in the political spotlight like that, he has to learn how to say and do certain things. Also, on the fact, like the same thing with Trump, that dude just doesn't have a filter and he says the dumbest things ever. Yeah, he speaks off the cuff, but that's what he's there for. He's a fucking big fucking orange-faced fucking monkey <laughs> distraction. <laughs> but uh, Elon Musk, dude, he's like, I don't know, he's not a bad dude. And like, he's not even a dude, man. He's an alien. He is a fucking alien. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was right about to say. There's a lot of those. Just the way. Okay, so like on Joe, like I was watching the podcast. I mean Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, and uh, experience. Just the way, just the way he was talking about how he thinks our future is gonna be like was depressing the fuck out of me. Like, cause he's like, yeah, we're basically we're basically gonna be living in the Matrix. And all this stuff linked up. I don't like the idea of being linked up to AI. Yeah, I mean, especially like if the world's gonna be like it is in the actual Matrix, like that shit's fucked. See, dude, here's the problem <laughs> though: when people think that like that's gonna become reality, they think that because we're gonna have these sort of mechanical and like cybernetic capabilities, that people are just gonna live in it. Mm -hmm. It's not fucking true, dude. How many people? How would any of you, us in this room, just hook up to live like that? No. No, but we would do it for fun, though, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like a video game. There yeah. are certain people out there that are already starting to put chips in their arms or in their heads just to do certain things. No, dude, people only got chip implants for, like, tracking and shit, which 
part of that was sort of conspiracy too, but we do it to our fucking dogs. True. Um, I would want a chip in me just because that's fucking weird. I want a magnet in my fingertip so I, I, know, I know which way is true north. <laughs> um, but I don't know, dude. I don't think Tesla's up to no... He's totally an alien, though. Yeah, I've said this dude was an alien for years. I'm not shitting you. And then he fucking admitted it on that podcast, too. <laughs> and, like, when he laughs, he just... Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only recording that he has of a human laugh, so he has to use that one. I think... All right, so if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you know what happened to Goku? He was supposed to conquer Earth. They sent him here. He fell, hit his fucking head, forgot what he was doing here, and then he just became this nice, like, hero. Okay, so... That's almost what Elon Musk is, man. He came here, and I think... He didn't know what he was doing here at first or some shit. He's probably just like, dude. why'd they send me here, man? Now, why, yeah. purpose of me being He wants to get back home, so he's making this SpaceX program mm-hmm. again. <laughs> he, he was like, he's like, y'all need to help me get back home. I'm not going to let you know that's what it's for, but it's what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he knows that we're just going to, like, fuck up here soon and everything's just going to be... Well, he... It's I, obvious, though. Yeah. I he mean, it's obvious. He knows that, like, we're destroying our own world, and our world can live without us, man. We're just like a bunch of fleas on a pet. Yeah. Sooner or later, yeah. like, the pet's gonna get mad. Yeah. Well... And it's just gonna wash us away, just like it did, like, you know, if you're a biblical person... Oh, uh, the flood? The flood, or fires, or the, like, with the dinosaurs, the meteor, or the volcanic... Stuff that was going on, you know. The, the universe is a bitch. If the world, you know, I mean, if Mother Nature, Planet Earth, Mother Earth is is tired of us, it will get rid of us one one day or another. Man, it doesn't matter. That's kind of true. Reminds me of an old George Carlin quote. But if you look at like this is what I was saying about like Musk and Rogan and shit, thinking like that's gonna be what reality is. Like, no, that's gonna be like things that we do now just more mm-hmm. fucking advanced yeah. um it's the same thing like stephen hawking and shit like that they would always talk about if aliens were to come here it's immediate invasion why because anytime any higher civilization prances on another one they mm-hmm. always fuck it up and it never ends well but i'm like that's humans though yeah that's humans like that's ourselves. a bunch of fucking primitive monkeys <laughs> being fucking tribalistic and shit yeah. mm-hmm. Like, how can you say that an advanced civilization that can travel fucking hundreds and thousands of light years, for all we fucking know, is just, they don't need to prance on ants, dude. They're too advanced to do that. To be honest with you, they'll just, they'll, they'll do what they need to do, like, smart, as in, like, they'll use us to their advantage. They'll take control of the governments and without us even knowing and they'll okay. like or something like that you know the they don't need to man they don't no, need no, to not even, not, not even necessarily like, like, they'll just do yeah. that for like the resources or something like that you know what I mean like they'll take they don't need to think about it if they wanted to they could if you have a civilization that has like intergalactic capabilities of travel mm-hmm. they don't need to prey on a small planet for shit that's, that's very true I mean they can get most of their stuff from asteroids and they, exactly they've probably got resources we don't even fucking know about yeah. plus dude they could probably just Nerd moment. The, All right. the composition of like the DNA or the the like the element itself and make it into something else, like the philosopher's stone. <laughs> <laughs> Alchemy. Well, I don't know. I guess sort of to that point, dude. With quantum mechanics, there are you could say pockets where we don't know if physics works the same. Mm-hmm. Physics doesn't have a constant. There are laws that yeah. are constant, but some things we don't. Quantum physics is a bitch, dude. Yeah. But. There's no advanced civilization that needs shit from us, dude. Fuck that. If there is that, then they made us. That's what I think. But oh, I don't yeah, think that's what actually happened. Right. I'm just saying. If they're there already, that's what they did. Most Fuck that, man. dude. But Elon Musk... Alright, so when those kids were trapped in a cave and shit, he instantly was like, I'll drop. Blank check. Whatever the fuck you need. Mm-hmm. He owns a drilling company, and he was like, I will drill the whole fucking for you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's he a very um, loving, caring creature. If he's yeah. not a human, then he definitely yeah. cares about us to a certain point. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see him with any kind of corrupt motivation, really. Back to hydro-powered shit. Oh, dude, see? Yeah, digression, man. 
Sorry. <laughs> we need like a four hour podcast time. Yeah. I know, dude. We could go on forever. But anyways. There's certain points where I gotta get you guys back on track. I'm like, come on. Yeah, we got like 20 minutes left. We're gonna end off with a bunch of music after I yeah. end off with this last good news time thing. It's about a... Germany is launching the world's first hydrogen-powered train. Hmm. Could be... Is it hydroelectric? Or is it like... I haven't actually read the article yet. I'm about to read it. Hold up. The world's first ever hydrogen-powered train has just been launched for commercial use in Germany, signaling yet another victory in the shift towards sustainability. The Cordia I... Uh, the Cordia... Or the... Fucking German shit. The passenger train, which was developed by rail transport company Ostom, can travel 600 miles on a single tank of hydrogen. Bloody hell. Using special fuel cells, the train generates energy through a combination of hydrogen and oxygen with excess energy stored in lithium ion batteries. Hydroelectric. So yes, hydroelectric. That is dope. Isn't that cool? I don't know when it's gonna start. The next few years it's gonna be launching, so they're probably almost done building it, dude. Dude, it's as simple as this, okay? The shit was thought of even like forty decades ago. Okay. So what is the best thing for like electricity if you want it to go berserk? Water, liquid, right? Yeah. So you ionically charge this shit, okay? Now keep in mind that one of the first laws of physics is energy in motion stays in motion. So what happens if you can use something sort of as a, a conduit for a spark, okay? And that same conduit receiving that same spark would sort of give it life again. When you've it's got that middleman of hydrogen and oxygen blowing the butt fuck out of it, sending it back and forth, dude, it's like a never ending loop. Because that energy is just gonna go like this. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Why don't we have like renewable sources? All kinds of crazy shit running on stuff like that, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. There's a sixty two mile stretch over in Saxony, Germany. That's where it's gonna be at. Saxony. Saxy. So how fast, how fast how fast does it will do they think it will go? Um It only says the 600 miles on a single tank so I don't think they know yet. Dude. Ridiculous. All right, so the cool thing like clean energy and shit aside, electric vehicles, man, mm-hmm. like mechanically fucking amazing dude like instant reaction time yeah holy fuck dude i've watched a tesla race a fucking hayabusa man do you know what that is bro mm-hmm. a hayabusa dude it's like the fastest bikes you could buy like get out of street not literally but one of the fast if you see one it's gone like lightning dude all right so if you take a regular like crotch rocket that you see it on the road like some fucking ninja fucking 700 or something and compare that even to a really fast car it's just gonna launch dude because mm-hmm. they have this really short power band and the reaction time they just fucking haul ass i watched hayabusa race a tesla dude and the tesla was just gone like you didn't hear it you almost didn't see it dude it was just like <laughs> like what the fuck just happened bro and the guy's like I give up man he tried like three times dude failed every single time he couldn't have timed his shifting any fucking better he still couldn't mm-hmm. like it's insane dude what the fuck I want an electric car not like a hybrid they're gonna make they're making um like three different types of electric VWs uh here soon like all like all electric and then like the Prius basically um, that kind, but uh, I'm a huge fan of like vans and stuff like VW buses, and they're making <laughs> in 2020 an all electric VW bus, and I'm gonna hopefully buy that, and then it, like the touch, it, like, it has a touchscreen wheel in it, man, like it's so cool, but that's dope. Just the idea of like it, it's gonna be affordable, like for the general public, like you know the population. I'm really looking forward to that. I feel like that's gonna change the whole. The whole game, like Ford, basically. Most definitely. 
It's like the Ford back right. in the day, with, yeah. you know, patenting and like making the cars that they made, and now it's gonna be the same thing, but with electric vehicles yeah. in modern day. Yeah. Which right. is great. It's awesome. It's way better for the fucking environment, dude. Hell yeah. If they would build factories for this shit, you know how many jobs they would create? Jobs. Clean jobs. Clean jobs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this next song you're gonna play for us? Ooh. Um, I just call it my rough draft because it's never finished. Okay. I, I, like I, I know, like in the one day in the future, it'll be it'll be good, but oh yeah. I mean, at least for now, I just call it my rough draft. Ready.
you do, man. It's just fucking. It's the truth. <laughs> we got time for one more, man. We do have one time. or two more if you want. How much time is left? You got ten minutes. Okay, cool. Not even. Oh my I got God. like six and a half. That's enough. Which one? What's this called? Um, this is five stages of grief. This was my final song I wrote about the girl. This is a really good song. And um, yeah, funny story. Like I played this. There's this kid who um, OD'd a couple of years back. Chandler. Um, yeah. Chandler Lamb. Mm. He good, was good one song. of the first drummers of Sit Still. Yeah. He um, I, so I like to play my parent in my parents' apartment downtown. Like there's a stairway and it has the best acoustics in the world, I think. And uh, I was playing there one night and there's a bar next door mm-hmm. and this lady comes up and she opens the door and I was singing I was singing that song, Five Stages of Grief. She's like, Would you would you play that again? Can I just sit here and listen? I was like, Yeah. Played it for her and she ended up she just started bawling and like her husband was standing there and she was like crying in his lap and stuff and like I was like, What am I doing? you know? Like I like felt like I was hurting her feelings and at the end of it she's like that song just really reminded me of my son. He uh, he OD'd like I don't I don't remember when, but but he OD'd and I was like, oh I'm sorry, and it was turned out to be Chandler's uh, mom, which was really sad. But I mean at the same time, like I kind of like I like the fact that I was able to like spark <laughs> I was able to spark feeling in somebody because uh, like I I had that based around the fact that I. That I broke up with this girl, when in reality it can mean so many different things, and that's what I, like we said earlier about art and stuff, it means something to everybody. Most definitely. So, yeah. So this is five. Hmm? Perception. Yeah. So this is five stages of grief.
you came to my door Boots were soaked from the snow Where footprints on the floor Felt like we could go old But we can't, no we can't We can do that, we can do this anymore Look at that timing, bro. Nice. That was meant to be, man. Meant to fucking be. That's going on the YouTube channel. Hell yeah. You do it, man. <laughs> Powerful shit. No wonder she was like... Yeah, wow. Our plugs. Yeah. Uh, we on... We got 20 seconds. We on Lipson. I think we on Google Play now. We went on Anchor, which Anchor is putting us on uh, all outlets. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify. You can find Dylan in his music. Do you have any music? I, I mean, no. I mean, my Instagram is at your boy Dillard. So that's probably. Hell yeah, and we out. Thanks for being on the show, man. No problem. Peace Thank and you chicken for grease, me. everybody. Love and peace and happiness. <laughs>